Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, as if we didn't talk about Rise of the Resistance enough last week, apparently on Tuesday, Rise didn't open until 2 p.m. All of the boarding groups were assigned by 7.01 a.m., but the attraction didn't open until seven hours later. So, I'm, I'm trying to sort out how this happens. What catastrophic thing went wrong that took seven hours to fix after it had been running, you know, relatively smoothly? What, December 5th to January 20th? Like, for a month and a half. I can't even imagine how stressed out all of the cast members were as they were trying to fix what whatever the heck broke. So here's the thing. What I sadly, I I should pay more attention to things that appear in the show notes, right? Because the one thing that took me far too long to re- recognize is that this said Hollywood Studios because yeah. when I saw 7 hours dis- at uh in Rise of the Resistance my brain immediately inserted Disneyland because mm-hmm. that's the only place this is going to happen, right? Like, right. Yeah. that's not going to happen at, at Walt Disney World because Walt Disney World, as you said, it's been going for a pretty good while now. The, the kinks it's, are, it, are worked out in my head. It's not as if a month and a half is a long amount of time, but it certainly seems like enough time to, to be past like seven hour delays. And yet, Something structurally went wrong. So here's a, here's, here, here's a question for you. If I was to get into a boarding group, do I, am I required to stay in Hollywood Studios as long as I'm a member of that boarding group? Like, do I, if I leave, do I lose my boarding group privileges at all? I know you're required to be there to get into a boarding group. I would assume if the if you open the My Disney Experience app and you're not in the park anymore, it would say something. But I don't know. That'd be that'd be too risky to try. I bet it was a busy day in Disney's Hollywood Studios overall after that. So apparently they went up to eighty six. So they they assigned up to boarding group eighty six within a minute. Uh, all of them were gone, and so. I don't know if they got through 86 boarding groups in, in eight hours or whatever, but man, the, the anxiety you would feel like I, so I, I am like pretty active on Disney Twitter. Uh, and I watched so many people go through all the stages of grief that morning, like just sitting there scrolling through Twitter, like seeing people going, Oh, right. We got in boarding group, you know, 40 or whatever. and then like 7.30, huh, they still haven't called back any boarding groups yet. And then it's like, oh, they've definitely, they're definitely going to call back boarding groups pretty soon. And then it's like 11, and you start getting the people who are like bargaining, and then you go through, you know, mourning, and like just wa- watching people like step through all the all the stages of grief, like, oh, I guess we're just not going to get to ride this today. Um, and, then it, and then it opened, uh, and apparently ran for the rest of the day. One of Claire's friends is at Walt Disney World right now. Oh, I'm sorry for that person. They well, they asked her uh, tonight. We're going to Hollywood Studios tomorrow. 
When are they do we need are to they get there them? now? They should be. <laughs> well, but why? You you can't uh, get in a boarding group until the park opens. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. And and so like it doesn't matter what if I, you're the person who got there three hours before or an hour before, as long as you're in the right place at seven a.m. or whenever the right. park opens. Yeah, so I I told her like boarding groups have been going in a minute, like literally a minute, they're gone, and then you just have to get in backup boarding groups, but. You know, they were like, do we need to get there three hours before? And I, I said, no, like, there's no point in getting there early. Take the take Walt Disney World transportation, get there as soon as you can. But as long as you're at the park, when the park opens, you have just as good of a chance as anybody who got there at, at five. I, I would still be there. I don't think I would. I would not try to be at the park when the park like I would try to be at the park. 45 minutes before rope drop right yeah i i, I would say third i was gonna say 30 but yeah you wouldn't want to be getting there like right at seven but i don't know i just don't there's no point in getting there you know an hour or or more before i mean yeah that's that's true especially since now they're not opening the park you know at five thirty anymore yeah so it and if you want to what if you want to get a short wait for slinky dog or smugglers run or something like that then it does still make sense to be there early yes but if you're it w- the real reason everybody's going right now which is rise of the resistance i will agree I, an hour i think is a great thing to shoot for and you know if you're if you shoot for an hour that's and that's kind of why i said 45 minutes right like if you shoot for 45 minutes and you get there 30 like i'm gonna feel I I like I like not rushing in at the last minute. So mm-hmm. that's why I yeah, honestly I said 45. I probably would shoot for an hour. And then if it's 45 minutes, I would still be okay. And then if it's 30 minutes, I'm starting to get a little bit of anxiety about <laughs> things. So if I'm shooting see, for 30 and it turns into 20, then I actually have some serious anxiety. This is what's so great to me about the boarding group thing is the the ability to get there and you know, as much as I would love it for them to be able to figure out a way to do this uh, for everything, I understand, like, for new or extremely popular attractions, like, say, an anniversary of something, a Tower of Terror anniversary, Space Mountain anniversary, some at times when these attractions are going to get very, very busy, and they know that, for them to be able to have boarding groups and basically say, get here, get in a group, and go do whatever you want. You know, I think that that is such a great experience for someone to come to the park and say like i know that this is this is a time when when the line is going to be really long i understand that but for disney to be able to say yeah we know the line is going to be really long but all you have to do is just get in this group and then go you know have fun and do something and and that's what's so great about about boarding groups and you know even if you have to get there at 6 30 to for a 7 a.m opening like at 7 a.m., once you've gotten in a group, you're free. I, you're free to go I do whatever you still, want. Okay, so welcome back to Missing Boarding Groups with Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would still much rather get up at 2 a.m. and have to click a button and then go back to sleep than have to be there at 6.30. So, uh, but yes, I, I, I do see your point. And I, the more so to me the flexibility of a seven hour delay and going okay well we're not going to give out as many boarding groups as what we would normally 
that's nice for them. But still, dude, seven. How is there a seven-hour yeah, well, delay? I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about the fact that they could just stop assigning them. Well, the that they only gave so they were giving out a hundred plus when you were there, and they only mm-hmm. gave out eighty six on this day, along along with apparently backup boarding groups. Right, but thinking about uh, like that versus Fast Pass and and Fast Pass Plus, you you give out you know, let's just say two hundred Fast Passes for Splash Mountain, and then Splash Mountain goes down. Like you, the people, you know, every, literally everyone who had a fast pass is just out of luck. Like, sorry, you don't get to ride Splash Mountain. Here's a, a free fast pass to go do something else. But with Rise of the Resistance, they could just, and apparently did just stop assigning boarding groups. And then y- people don't get their hopes up. You know, like we were talking about last week with people who were in boarding groups, g- getting, you know, into the queue, waiting two hours, and then being told like, mm, sorry. You, you're not going to get to do it like you you actually I think benefit you know people by saying you're just not even going to get in a boarding group don't even worry about it go have fun uh, so uh, you could still make that same argument about fast passes though right like if you want to go do seven dwarfs mine train and all the fast passes are gone well you you didn't get your hopes up because you knew that far you know you knew sixty days out or whatever it is now that you weren't going to get on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So I just I don't I don't think that well, no, is. No, but if but if Seven Dwarfs Mine Train breaks the morning you had a fast pass for it, you were sitting there thinking your entire trip I'm going to get to ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train tomorrow at 10 a.m. and then at 9 a.m. it breaks and they it's a seven hour delay you know, to get it fixed. So at that point, versus, versus at seven, like, at 7 a.m. that morning, you were like, sweet, I made it into boarding group 117, but I'm not in one of the backup boarding groups. So I'm, I get to ride Rise of the Resistance and then you don't. Or, hey, I'm in boarding group 25. I'm going to get to do Rise of the Resistance and you get all the way through that first section. And then suddenly they're like, sorry, the whole attraction went down so you're just gonna have to leave like i i'm just like i feel like there are plenty of opportunities for disappointment to be had right but it's it's more easily managed is what i'm saying like you you don't give out as many with fast pass booking fast passes 60 days out you you have no control over the floodgate of people booking fast passes 60 days out if something happens early morning with an attraction that's using these boarding groups, you can cut off the registrations. That's, and and yeah. maybe you don't do it fast enough for everybody, but you're, if you have to disappoint 100 people instead of 500 people, like that's, that's all I'm saying is you can just stem the, the flow of boarding groups that, by so hitting a button. So that's fair. I... I, I I will definitely give you that, but I I would say the other, so if boarding groups are being given out throughout the day, right, then at any point you can kind of stem the tide. It, uh, and again, same thing. You could say the same thing about fast passes though, but when every boarding group is given out one minute in, the only time that makes a difference is when you've got a situation like you had with, you know, where it's going to, 
you know something bad is wrong first thing in the morning, and you know that it's not going to be able to open for quite a while. There, yes, there is an advantage over fast passes. Over at any other time, like if the very first group of people go in though, and then it's down for seven hours, it's still just a. And and I would argue even like I would be so much more disappointed because I got up and got myself to Hollywood Studios at, you know, 6 a.m. or 6.15 a.m. or whatever and and got into the park and, you know, flailed around on the app wildly and managed to get into a boarding group only to admit, like, that would that would be so much more devastating to me than I had a fast pass. You know, I got a fast pass two months ago or you know, six months or whatever, and then suddenly it what it didn't work out. I don't know. That's that that's just me. But like that's that's the difference. I just I sure hope that seven like the seven hours was a was a one time thing. Because oh, yeah. that can't be but it surely it is because it's only like this is the first time that it's happened uh, of that yes. of that extent like i do realize there have been issues and you know that what did, what did what I did mean, we say like it takes an hour to get it reset or something like that yeah some i i that was my my reckon is okay. it based on how big that retraction is and how many different spots there are how many different ride vehicles there are operating inside the attraction at a time like i my reckon is it takes 30 to 45 minutes to evacuate the whole ride and if and if a reset which i'm led to believe a reset means the whole ride has to be evacuated everything is reset back to you know back to one and then you can start to load in the pre-show again i can imagine that would take an hour because of how large that attraction is and how many people would be inside of it at one time I cannot, I was thinking about this today. I cannot wait for Google Maps to update their satellite imagery of Florida so I can look and see how big Rise of the Resistance actually is. Like, I, I want nothing more than to, to look at the finished ride building and see how large it actually is. Can't you just, can't you just check out some of BioReconstruct's pictures and go from there? Well, yeah, I mean, it's not. I, no, I, I totally, I totally know what you're saying. I want some pictures taken from space, man. That's right. That's the only that's the only way to get a good shot is from space. It's that big. It's that ginormous of a of a experience. Not an attraction. Now it's just an experience. <laughs> um you know, speaking of, of Star Wars stuff. Uh, and, because that's all that we sp- talk about now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh uh things we talked about before, uh they Disney announced today that Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, starting on February 19th, is going to have Fast Pass. So, bye-bye, um, awesome, cool experience of having just a standby line and the the line never stopping moving. And I really loved it, and it really made me understand why Fast Pass is not a good thing. And um, so now you're just going to have a standby line, and that two-hour line for or that one hour line for a smuggler's run becomes a two, three hour line. So the one thing about this that seemed kind of wonky to me is fast pass plus is fast pass is 60 days out, right? Mm hmm. Okay. The news that we, so this is a, a blog Mickey article, right? 
is Mark January yeah, one. is is Mark January twenty third, right? And and I think that's what most other people were showing as well is on January twenty third for a February for for February nineteenth. Now is that when it starts becoming an option, or is that like the first day? So like, can you book now? That's when you can you can book February nineteenth now. Yeah. So if you if you were a person who you know was a obedient <laughs> uh, Disney, you know somebody somebody who was really spent a lot of time studying for your upcoming Disney trip. And you found out you got to get your fast passes 60 days out. So you got all your fast passes 60 days out. And you got some good fast passes. Mm, you could have got Smuggler's Run if you'd have waited a couple of days. You know, like. Yeah. So, you're, so I mean, it, you could show up it, on the 19th totally not thinking, going, well, we can get on there because there's no fast pass. And then there's suddenly there's this fast pass line. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, it kind of sucks. It's going to suck for somebody. You know, one one person or a, a few people at least who who were in that situation. But yeah, now anybody anybody who was on the from the twenty third forward, that just you know, that is what it is because it it that was the way it was set up when you when you first started doing it. Yeah, so I'm a bit but cooler with all that side of things. It 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 yeah, it does suck for those people who, you know, were able to book their fast passes a week ago. But yeah, so February nineteenth it. The fast pass line opens on uh, its smugglers run. And I guess I don't know. They were using the fast pass line as a single rider line when I was there. I, I wonder if they keep doing that. Does that become fast pass plus plus single rider? Sure. And you give sing and you have some sort of way of well, so you have the second touch point, right? And that's probably where you split fast actual fast pass and single rider. Maybe. I don't know though. I don't. I guess you would still need the second touch point, but the the fast pass queue and the the actual queue diverge almost immediately and never meet back up. As far as I could tell, when we were there, they are physically separate. Yeah, I haven't even much. I haven't even seen what the fast pass. I've only seen the standby queue. So once you get inside, those queues diverge and they don't meet back up. So I don't I don't know that that you would even need a, a second touch point. I guess they would still have one just in case cuz well because if, because then a group of four says, "Oh yeah, we're all single riders." And they get to the second touch point and go, "Oh yeah, we right. all were totally fast passes and we're together." So yeah, they you have to use a second touch point. Although when we were there in December, a lot of attractions had that second touch point closed. And I've never seen that, but that second touch point on on many many things was just covered yes. with a a bag. <laughs> yeah, and that's a and that's a weird thing, right? That because they were they were very into those for quite a while. And I I will say our last visit it was like not a hundred percent were covered. There were still the isolated ones, but yeah, there were quite a few where that wasn't. But they're also like you said with new attractions. Uh, what flight of passage was the same way where the fast pass line doesn't run with the sing with the standby line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like at all. I feel like I feel like that's kind of part of that too. Is well, we don't we're not as worried about it. 
if if those two lines aren't going to run together anyway. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's an interesting thing. Uh, yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, my my newfound love of of standby only was short lived. My only regret is that it took me that long to appreciate it. So so the more interesting thing to me about this is the tier change because what right now or not right not right now anymore but before the fast pass was like tier 1 was rock and roller everything <laughs> every every ride except for star tours yes yeah and then you had well was swirling saucers swirling saucers was tier 2 i think cuz i oh, maybe i can almost swear i remember using one of my tier two fast passes on swirling saucers. But yeah, it, it really limited your ability because you only, cause you only get the one tier one and your other two have to be tier twos. But after, after uh, smugglers run, the only tier ones are going to be smugglers run and slinky dog dash. And everything else is going to be tier two. So finally you'll be able to do midway mania rock and roller tower all at the same time like whatever two whatever two of those three you want i am I'm, I'm not even going to hedge that is temporary there's no way that that's how it's going to be from now on that is temporary until smugglers run calms down or until uh the fast pass line for rise of the resistance opens and then they'll add rise to tier 1 They'll wait for that to calm down, and then they'll rebalance. Okay. Because that, this is such a buck-wild way to do fast passes. There's just no way this is how it's going to be. Okay, so uh, real-time update. Yes, you're right. It was just Star Tours. Because Muppet Vision 3D was the other thing I used to use. Not that I, you have ever needed a, a fast pass for Muppet Vision 3D. The the looks that I get from cast members when I'm using a fast pass at Muppet Vision 3D are are <laughs> interesting. Let's let's say at best, but it you know it would open it back up to get the other tier ones. So once things calm down, then what do you see happening? Like, are they going to pull more stuff up into tier one again? They have to. I would think. Okay, so I would think after everything has calmed down, after rise of, rise of the resistance. I cannot pronounce the name of that ride. It's so frustrating. After Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run calm down, I would think... So in 2025... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think that Tier 1 would include Rise, Mm -hmm. Smuggler's Run, Mm -hmm. Slinky Dog. Right. And then I would think you would put Tower and Rock and Roller in there. Not because I would want them to, because that's like everything, you know? Well, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, too. Yeah. That's going to have to go in Tier 1. They're going to have to add that to tier one when that opens, because that's going to be insanely popular. I, I think so. I think I don't this, know, man. I think this is legit. And I think what happens is when Rise gets Fast Pass Plus, it gets added to tier one. When Runaway Railway gets open, it gets added here. And there's your tier one and tier twos. Yeah. And here's the thing. I think that maybe it is a bit hard to swallow, but when those attractions are open from a crowd perspective rock and roller coaster and T- tower of terror are tier 2 attractions that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't mean that they're bad attractions or anything like that it just means 
the attractions everybody are the you know like right now or well yeah no right now it's hard you know it's it it becomes a difficult decision between rock and roller coaster and you know tower of terror on your tier ones right now fast passing is horrible and oh yeah yeah it is it is but but it's awful but let's pretend like it was just slinky dog rock and roller or tower of terror okay let's just say it was those three that's kind of a difficult decision to make right yeah yeah but sure but now put smugglers run in there is it a difficult decision to make it's not to me well no but yeah no i see what you're saying it's smugglers run why what do i care about i'll figure out tower of terror and rock and roller coaster at some other point i gotta ride that smugglers run attraction and then when Rise is in there too, well, I've got to decide between Rise of the Resistance and 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 Smuggler's Run. I don't care about this Tower of Terror, you know. And that's so I feel like that's easily the way that's going to go. And then you kind of have, depending on the the type of of guests that you're dealing with, it's either going to be a decision between Smuggler's Run and Rise, or it's going to be a decision between slinky dog and runaway railway what i think they should do with rise is make rise like a deluxe fast pass and have it take up two like rise takes up your tier one and one Wait, of your no tier no twos. it's not deluxe it's a signature fast pass signature yes yeah but um, if you but because... if you can get a fast pass before 3 p.m it only takes up one <laughs> for the first couple of years and then it's and then it's two fast passes all day every day but they don't include the cheese soup. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no appetizers. <laughs> no, that's I. I guess there's there's a way that rise that... is such a different attraction, though. It's like it's hard to it's hard to even say rise of the resistance and smugglers run are the same on the same tier. They're, or, they're, or rise, but and... they're but they're going to be the same as in people want to go see these two things, yeah. right? Yeah, I. Yeah, I understand that. It's just like it, as a because okay, let me let me put it to you like this. Would you say that Flight of Passage and River Journey are the same are, are on the same tier? Well, yeah. I don't know, man. That's it's it's tough. That's a tough call to make. They're both not very long. Rise is much much longer than Smuggler's Run. And that just means yeah. that just means that the hmm. the fast passes are probably going to go through quicker um but and, and yeah. my point my point there being that they are both tier, I, I, I see what you're tier saying, one yeah. because people definitely really want to get in there and the rise and and i don't think that you're wrong there i think that the rise fast passes will probably be the first thing to go mm-hmm. but then you know i also i also feel like it's it's kind of beneficial that you go oh i didn't get a rise fast pass dang it well at least i got a smuggler's run fast pass that's still a really good fast pass to have Mm-hmm. Right versus oh I didn't get a rise fast pass oh I didn't get a smuggler's run fast pass because everybody who got a rise also got a smuggler's run fast pass oh I didn't get a oh yeah I didn't get a runaway railway fast pass because the people who got the rise and the smuggler's run fast passes also got runaway railway fast passes well right. they shouldn't be off to see Star Tours and Muppet Vision 3D you shouldn't be able to to grab all 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 of those at the same time for sure totally agree with that I'm just saying I think rise should take up more. Like at least for a while, make rise use up one of your tier twos also because it's gonna be that you know popular. You know what? Here's the here's the sad part. 
that would just make me want rise all the more because that already burns one of my one of my tier two spots. Yeah, but your tier, but but tier two is really good now. It is, but I can, but I if I can burn one of those spots and then so like when I get in line for rise at seven a.m. with that first fast pass, and then I just have to, and then I just have to bounce my my one tier two that's left, and then suddenly I've got all the tier ones are active again for me first thing in the morning. That's awesome. True. Please, True. please, Disney, set it up that way. I'm going to be all about that. <laughs> You're going to get six tier two fast pass. <laughs> nah, 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 son. You got to burn all Nah, son. I'm going to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna change that up. Oh, you can only have one tier one fast pass per day. Even, even if you go through all your fast passes. Sorry, you've already used up your one tier one fast pass for today. Don't do that, Disney. Don't. Shh, I never said it. I never said anything. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day.